You're listening to the Just Giants podcast with Grump and the Cranky Fan. Be sure to listen for free on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Podbean. I'm back, back in the New York Welcome back to Just Giants with Grump and the Cranky Fan, the best damn podcast for the best damn football team. I am your host, the football grump, and with me as always is Mike the Cranky Fan. Cranky, it's Sunday night. This is a rarity. It's a Sunday night. It was a rough weekend for me. I was down in Knoxville with all those Tennessee rednecks. It was it was a tough one. Uh, Florida, you know, we, 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 I, I know this is not the Just Gators uh, podcast, but we, uh, you know, we played three top 10 teams in four weeks and we've had two one score losses and a one score win. So it's been a pretty, uh, it's been a pretty difficult September and it's pretty mentally exhausting. So got home this morning, get some rest. I'm glad the giant game is tomorrow night on, on Monday night to give me a chance to kind of revive and be ready for a, a big, big NFC East showdown. Grump them. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Having a rough September. The Giants are two and zero, and we're back to doing a podcast where we can bitch about the little things not working despite that winning. That's and very they, true. That's very uh, true. Uh, the Giants haven't uh, started two and zero or won in their home opener or won their opening game since 2016, which was the year in which we decided we should do a podcast because we felt everybody was being uh, a little short-sighted in in their team's <laughs> success um, so we're back to that i i'm happy to be doing that that's what we wanted to do from the beginning it'll be the first time we've ever been able to do it we can do the yeah show that we always set out to do and i'm excited for this matchup i am stoked to go to this i am stoked for the whiteout game i am i am pumped for a monday night game for once you know we have multiple times over the course of this show uh bitched about what it's like being in a giants crowd we've bitched about the stadium um we've bitched about you know just general things that this team has to be good to get the most from its fans just based on its market um and monday night is something that's been in the crosshairs of our complaint box since forever and i think a whiteout game is a perfect way for a overachieving team to bring the noise when they typically just don't historically on Monday night, unless they're really, really good. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, you know, win loss record kind of washes away a lot of the things we were just been complaining about. You know, if this team is good, we're not worrying about MetLite stadium and the, uh, you know, the size of the hallways. It's uh, it's when you're going through another three and 12 season, it's like, you know, damn, this stadium is cramped, you know, all the things we complain about. So um, this is what it's all about. You know, so what that it's week three in September or week 15 in, you know, early December, you know, this is what we've been, uh, you know, this is why we do all these shows in the off season. That's why you guys watch all the draft analysis and why we, you know, spend so much time watching and following and loving this team. It's games like this where you're playing a bitter rival for bragging rights, not just bragging rights that are the highlight of your season, but, you know, being 3-0 and and leading this division and honestly, at the moment, leading the conference, it's uncharted waters for a, you know, a long time for this franchise and definitely sets up for making the next couple of months 
not only watchable, but you know, must see TV because now we'll really start watching Eagle games more and, you know, Packer games and all the other things around the league that are, have relevance to us, not just there's giant football. And then is the NFL. That's something distant. It's all one right now until, you know, like you said, we're overachieving if we come back to earth or, or we don't. So I'm excited. I'm ready to get to that tailgate nice and early and um, away we go. Yeah, speaking of Eagles games, I was watching the Eagles-Commanders game today, and that went just about the way I expected. Uh, Same. score was 24-8. It was 24 nothing for, I think, since the second quarter on. Uh, it was ugly. And was it you that was saying that like Carson Wentz actually turns the ball over more than Daniel Jones? Was that you that I was talking to that said that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah he looked... I don't know. He looked twice what Daniel Jones is accused of being in today's <laughs> game. He was literally just chucking shit up. I mean, just really just heaving things in any direction. I think he was stripped maybe three times in this game. Um, it was it, it, ugly. Ugly. It's Washington such a... sucks. I mean, they, oh, might I said really, that. they might really have to fire Ron Rivera. <laughs> I mean, I think we said that during the prediction, you know, yeah, or the week. I, I think I think it. My one statement was Washington sucks. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's it just was. a rudderless team right now. There's no identity for it. They're just flailing. And you know, Ron Rivera. You know, maybe he's on the hot seat now. Maybe doesn't last this year. I mean, I don't know. It seemed to be a good hire at the time. I think it's just a culture of just patheticness that's just uh, you know just choking this franchise. Yeah, well, you know, that's uh, kind of their problem, I guess. Moving, exactly. Moving back to the Giants' problem for this game, lots of good things to hear. Um, uh, I personally am excited. We're hearing a lot of good things about Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari. Tibbs is almost a sure thing playing. They're both listed as questionable. Um, Ojolari, I, I feel a little less hopeful for, but they both seem to be roughly at the same place in their uh, recovery. Yeah. Uh, we have not yet seen this defense operate with their two stars rushing the passer, which is what this defense does is rush the passer. Right. Uh, I, 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 any thoughts? <laughs> well, I mean, any contribution we get is going to help. I mean, if one or both of them play, I don't expect them to play 75 snaps. I think, uh, you know, based on the injury and the recovery, I mean, they're doing everything they can to get these guys back on the field. So, you know, if we see uh, Dibs 25, 30 snaps for his first taste of, uh, you know, it's his first ever game in the NFL as well. Um, we were, we've kind of been alluding to this most of the offseason ever since the injury of there's no need to rush this guy back just because, you know, he has a whole career ahead of him. And I think they'll be a little cautious. And I think also, you know, his conditioning and everything. So, you know, I expect to see him play, but again, in little fits and spurts, just getting started and, and getting ready to see for next week and the week after uh, a, a more, you know, fully incorporated into the defense. It would just be great to have him out on the field at all, though. Yeah, but you know what? I think that's going to work. You know, they're both. Um, I like both of them as draft prospects because um, they both are very disciplined against the run. Mm -hmm. 
both very good run edge defenders. But like you said, they don't probably shouldn't be on the field for every single defensive snap. But this is kind of the week where, you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the sure. defense here. Um, this is probably the best week for us to not even need them in their full capacity, but it would be great to have them added. This is a good week to have Jihad Ward, uh, you know, back there. O'Shane Zimenez, not so much. But um, he's still playing well, though. He is still playing well. But I, I think, you know, last week we saw a huge deployment of defensive backs. The first week we saw a huge deployment of linebackers. I think it's going to be linebackers again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Dane Belton was not available in that week one matchup, but I, I think that um, a lot of that just has to do with Christian McCaffrey being more dangerous in front of the line of scrimmage than behind it, I guess. Uh, and I don't think that they're going to feel the same way about Ezekiel Elliott and uh, Pollard uh, with Cooper Rush at quarterback. So I, I you know, I think they're going to be keying in on shutting down the run the same way they kind of did in week one where they needed to shut down. Uh, uh, go, go absolutely. Uh, you know, this is I, I agree with you. This is the best week to be playing this team because, you know, again, when Cooper Rush has to play last week, and it's a recurring theme we've been talking about. Not that much film on him. You know, now that he's playing, we can see what he did last week a little bit. You know, I, I'm. I mean, he just he throws some prayers up there, man. He made some exactly. really, really bad decisions. Right. So to me, it's just like stop the run, force him to have us try to beat us. And you know, been, if some of those prayers are answered, God bless him. But you know something? I'll take my chances with that. You know, so. You're right. I, I expect to see, you know, more of a traditional set um, lineup back there, you know, more linebackers back there, more keying on stopping the run. Let him beat you. And if he does, you know, good for him. But he's still Cooper Rush. And I know as much as we debate Dak Prescott on, in this team, Cooper Rush is not Dak Prescott. No, you're totally right. And uh, the the bigger struggle for me in this game and what's really going to be the bugaboo, I don't think is going to be – you know, part of it is going to be I really don't think Leonard Williams is going to play, and that sucks against the, the yeah. run. It does. Yeah. But this team, this team has defensive tackles. You know what I mean? They have some big bodies. None of them are going to stack up the way that Leonard Williams does. But it's not like Leonard Williams being out leaves us completely unable to stop the run, I think. I hope. Mm. Um, it well, it'll just, be a good test. We'll see. Yeah, it's true, but I'm you know this team does have a a, uh, a a a whole bench full of defensive tackles, big body guys to pair in there with Dexter Lawrence. So they're going to have to step up. But um, the the real chess match isn't. I expect Kellen Moore to have tricks up his sleeve when the running game doesn't work, and we saw some really creative play designs last week. You know, for Cooper Rush, there was a really cool wide receiver screen where basically they have like a bunch set on one side that runs go routes and then somebody runs like a big crossing mm-hmm. route. So it's just essentially a screen. It's a big wide receiver screen. Those three go routes just are blocking routes essentially. And it was on like a, it's when you play prevents defense, you have all the DBs off. So it just becomes a big blocking exercise for a screen pass. It's just cool shit like that. I think Kellen Moore has uh, a really good brain for that. So it's going to be up to wink to adjust if he can stop the run first I feel pretty good about that, and I feel pretty good about bringing pressure to Cooper Rush. I think that he is going to just start chucking balls in directions. Uh, I think I think there's a strip sack or two that's possible in there with him back there. I feel actually pretty good about this defense coming back. Now that I know 
uh, I, I feel like 90% in Aziz and Kayvon are going to play, I feel pretty good. Well, this is, this is also going to go back to what we were talking about the crowd, where if this is a normal Giants-Cowboys game of the last decade, you probably have it, you know, 70, 30, 60, 40 Giants-Cowboy fans, and it almost feels sometimes like it is Arlington North. With the 2-0 start, with the emphasis on uh, having a color rush and having the, the crowd is going to be as much whipped up in a frenzy as a giant crowd can be, you know, for a Monday night game. I think, you know, increased crowd noise, you know, disruption of, you know, snap counts and things like that will come into play. What doesn't normally happen in this venue and in this kind of uh, rivalry game. So I, I think that's another advantage to help the Giants that we may not normally have. Now, if this game was in November and we were three and eight, that may not be the case. But I think right now, the way this, the stars are aligning, that's going to help them with a a, a backup quarterback with limited um, snaps under his belt. That's a brilliant point. That's a brilliant point. Um, bringing the noise is, is just an added thing, any advantage that we can get. Um, it's, it's super effective when you've got an inexperienced guy back there trying to make the calls, you know, any audibles. He's, remember. When, with the, when he's got like 10 guys on the line of scrimmage across from him. Because remember, I mean, last week Cooper Rush came in to beat Cincinnati, but that game's at home. This is on the road. This is a whole different animal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in talking about that game, Cincinnati just – it's like they're allergic to protecting Joe Burrow. I don't know. <laughs> um, they figured out how to score points in the second half. And uh, let's get into that. So what Cincinnati finally realized is that they needed to stop the pass rush um, because they couldn't block for it. So they calmed down after halftime and they started running the ball. And all of a sudden they were putting points on the board. And that game went down to the final seconds, right? It went down mm -hmm. to a field goal, I think, right? Last second, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's kind of – let's flip it to the other side of the ball. Um, are you worried about this Dallas defense and what we've seen from the Giants offense thus far? Absolutely. Our, our, our pass blocking has not been good this year. And, you know, this is a game where, you know, Daniel Jones is going to have to win this game for us. And, again, I don't want to make this into an exercise of – well, let's talk about his next contract and who the next quarterback is. I'm talking about winning a game. And, you know, you can lean on the running game and have him be a game manager all you want, but there's going to be games where he's going to have to win you a game. And that that starts with, you know, there's going to be a pass rush. He's going to have to use his legs almost as much as he's going to have to use his arm. He's going to have to be nimble in the pocket. He's going to have to have that sixth sense behind him of a pass rush coming. He's going to have to be smart holding onto the ball and not the foolish turnovers that have plagued him at the wrong times throughout his career. And he's going to have to make plays. He's going to have to make throws. Um, you know, I, I think that the game plan is going to be the same against the Giants as we've seen so far is one, stop the run, force Daniel Jones to beat you. The thing is, that pass rush is going to make it more difficult for him to do it, but he's going to have to step up. And so to me, this is, this is a Daniel Jones. It's on you, buddy. You, you have to, you have to play well to, to beat this team. 
Yeah, and the Cowboys are coming into this pretty hurt. Jerron Curse will not be playing. Uh, that's one of their safeties. So mm-hmm. there, there's a number of guys that we could mention that we have to watch out for. But, you know, let's just stick with the main ones here. Up front, you have to worry about Micah Parsons. Um, of he, course. Yeah. He is the he is the... <laughs> He's the queen chess piece that moves around the board there. Um, and he's going to get his. I mean, I, you know, he'll probably have a sack or two. The question is, how do we minimize the damage from those? Yeah. Um, he's he's really just like going to come in and cause disruption. Um, so they'll move him around wherever he can go in and bang around and just move guys out of the way. He's going to do it. So I expect that they're going to hit Josh Azudu and Mark Lewinsky pretty hard. I don't think they're going to risk sending Parsons in Andrew Thomas's direction too much because it pretty much erases him. Uh, and I think, honestly, the same thing with Evan Neal. I think if Evan Neal can get his hands on Micah Parsons, it's, it's going to nullify a lot, a lot of what he does. So I expect a lot of internal pressure from Parsons. I think that's where he's going to... Uh, screw things up for us and like i said the giants the, the two ways to slow down a pass rush is a really good screen game and a really good run game mm-hmm. i haven't seen this team operate a really good screen game since like 2008 and 2009 <laughs> so i'm Seems gonna go like with we had some success running the ball week one i think they should not fuck around and just slow the pass rush down with that quick easy throws to the outside and uh, run the ball, slow down the pass rush, let them get frustrated, and then start hitting them with your offense. Start moving mm-hmm. the ball downfield. This could be a super fast game with two teams that are just going to keep trying to run the ball and establish the run. And, you know, again, on the other side as well, Dallas is, you know, they're going to be concerned about a pass rush, if, especially, you know, if, if Tibbs is playing. Um, so I, I, I think you're going to see, we're going to look up and be like, wow, the first quarter's over already. Yeah, because there's just right. be so much, you know, action on the ground. And punting. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing to worry about, Trevon Diggs. Um, Diggs, to me, plays the corner position like a rattlesnake, I guess is the best way I would describe mm-hmm. that. And I don't really know anything about snakes, so I hope this, <laughs> this is right. Um, okay. But, I mean, he, he likes to play off coverage. He likes to bait. He doesn't really like to be in sticky coverage. He doesn't want to eliminate players from the game he wants quarterbacks to throw at him so he can pick it off he counts on his athleticism to recover he puts Mm -hmm. himself intentionally at an arm's length so that he can speed up and undercut routes that's what he likes to do that's what he's made his money doing um but he can be had by superior athleticism and we saw it last year with tony tony made him look stupid uh, that being said, you know, I don't know if Kadarius Tony is going to play in this game. It's looking like, I don't know, maybe not. We don't really know. It seems like week to week. I never know which wide receivers are playing anyway. But my point is um, hit this dude with double moves. Attack him. Don't be afraid of him. Uh, you know, he over relies on his athleticism, in my opinion. And way too much will leave a distance between... And uh, a nice pump fake will get him to bite, especially if he hasn't seen any action for a while. The Giants aren't throwing the ball a lot. He's going to be looking to be that guy to make a spark play, and he can be had. Um, That's the best thing, in my opinion, is don't be afraid of Trayvon Diggs. Just understand how to attack him, and Mm -hmm. that is to just frustrate him with short things he can't undercut and then hit him with you know double moves. So Grump's crystal ball has... Kadarius Tony playing a lot more snaps than we've seen. 
you know, it would be if he didn't show up on the injury report at the very end of the week you know, <laughs> with the hamstring injury. So I, I don't know if he's playing. If he is playing, I use Tony to, to exploit that. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Okay. Um, special teams, the only thing of note for me, they need to be aware of Kevante Turpin. Seriously, don't screw around. It's not worth it. It's just special teams. Punt it out of bounds. Right, right. Just right. seriously, just punt it out of bounds. It's not worth it. Um, Cranky, give me a prediction. Well, I've been rather bearish on this team. I think I pick, predict them to lose the first two games of the year. Um, I wanted them to kind of show it to me that this team can win. Um, I'm happy to report tonight, Giant fans, that I think Monday night will be the night that I finally predict them to win, and they will win. Um, I think this team has a lot of confidence, and I think that confidence they are getting from their head coach and their coaching staff. I think this coaching staff really believes in them. You can see it by the play calls, the decision-making. This is a coaching staff that is coaching to win, and I think that confidence and that uh, trust is permitting down to to the players. This is a very, very winnable game. I know it's a Dallas Cowboys. You know, a lot of t- people predicted them to win the division before the season started. Um, they're wounded right now. Whenever you play a team with their backup quarterback, you should go in there with the mindset, we're going to beat this team and beat the shit out of this team. And I think they I think they will have that mindset. I don't think they're going to try to, you know, scheme around to try to survive with a win. I think they're going to try to win. I think they're going to... I think your Wink is really going to have a game plan to go after make Cooper Rush's life as uncomfortable as possible. I think, um, like I said, I think this is going to be kind of a Daniel Jones coming out party a little bit. I know we're we're in year five of waiting for that. I just have a feeling he's going to make plays, and I'm going to predict a giant victory. Twenty-one, ten. And we're going to walk out of MetLife 3-0 and and in first place in the conference. Wow. Wow. I, uh, I'm always afraid of um, optimistic. Yeah, because it's almost fans. always wrong. But I think tonight I'm, I'm going to do that. No, but uh, yeah, I, um, I'm thinking that this is going to be a victory as well. I don't think it's going to be as... Um, as big of a discrepancy as you do. I think that we're going to have a little bit of trouble stopping Zeke Elliott. Um, I think Kellen Moore is going to give us frustrations, but those will not turn into touchdowns for Dallas, and that's where the Giants get the advantage. I think the Giants end this game 23-19. to Everybody stays in their seats until the final closing seconds because it is that close and that exciting, that good of a game. And I predict that we are talking shit the entire way back and neither one of us gets a good <laughs> night's sleep because we're so amped up from how good of a game it was. That's my prediction for this game. I like it. I like it. I think that's the first time we've both predicted a giant victory in several years on the same day. Um, In several years. It probably happened at the beginning of last season. Possibly. Probably the last time we both uh, – yeah. It's been sad, but not anymore. I'm not sad anymore. I am wearing my my only color rush jersey, my uh, Eli Manning one. I will be wearing the same. 
And uh, wow, look at that. I guess <laughs> I didn't really have a choice. It's the only color rush one I have. I, I don't really. They introduced the color rush jerseys at a time when there was nobody worth buying a jersey for, except like, like if you want to buy a throwback. Stars. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, uh, the color rush. It looks cool. I, I personally am. I still think we have the currently the best uniforms in the NFL. The uh, the NY and the very basic blue. Um, but you know, people like the old ones, so that's fine. Yes. Um, I don't care. Whoever's there, if I, I'm going to personally bully anybody there that's not wearing white. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like the tequila talking. <laughs> well, it being a Monday night, I will say I'll dial back the party for that. Um, but that doesn't mean there will not be a party. We'll be at uh, Lot L17 with the uh, the Talking Giants crew. I think that's. Uh, I think it's catered. A, it's a catered affair. So, uh, and they're inviting come one, come all to that. So come, come one, tell, come all. <laughs> this, yeah, we'd love to meet everybody. You know, um, that whole crew will be there. Our, our, our friends and all will be there. So uh, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm looking forward to. Uh, you know, at least the expectation of a of a big important division game in in early September, a game that means something, and that that makes me happy. Makes it all worth it for us. And we will not be doing an episode Monday night. That will be reserved for Tuesday night, which means that it will be in your feeds Wednesday morning. So on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. That is where the episode be and when it will be. Um, you know what? You know what would be great, Grump? What's that? If everybody who listened gave us a five-star review and a nice rating, or actually a five-star rating and a nice review, let us know – what you think of the show? We the the ratings really help us. Um, so we don't o- normally grovel and beg for it, but if you could, that'd be that'd be nice. You know, as the season's getting started, and we're getting more and more people listening to the show, so um, we'd appreciate that. Yeah, we're 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 trying new things with the show and uh, whatever, changing things up a little bit at the time, yeah. trying to make the best show possible. So and subscribe and feedback are uh, yeah. you know appreciated. And also subscribing to the YouTube channel so you get to see these uh, these beautiful kissers, you know, twice a week, um, and so we can get more people to uh, to enjoy our good looks and our brilliant intake, our takes about the New York Football Giants. So if you and could do that, we'd appreciate of it. Of course, you could follow us on Twitter as well at football underscore grump at the cranky fan, where you can uh, you know just tell us your thoughts of the episodes there. Just yeah, like, hey, yeah, we appreciate great that. Great episode, grump. That was a great prediction. You were spot on. Yeah. Like, yes, I was. I was one point off for both the Panthers and the Giants last week. I'll do better <laughs> this week. Twenty three nineteen Giants. Yeah, and, and cranky. Yeah, your baseball team sucks and is circling the drain right now. So you we're here to rub those. it in. So go for that too. Sure. Yeah. Appreciate right, it, everyone. We will see you all at the game tomorrow night or t- tonight, Monday night, and then we'll see you again Wednesday morning when we talk all about the Giants' win. So we'll see you there. Go Giants! Go Giants.